We learned your French. Okay. We learned your English. You we learned your Spanish. That, uh, we learned your Dutch, your Portuguese, your German. You learned our nothing. You called us stupid. Tell me where you first played. That's white privilege. And I'm sure it probably hurts for you to hear those two words, kind of like gunshots and explosions from those commissioned to protect you with. You sure you're play the one with Whisking here? past your ears, what is white privilege? It is the only five decades of legal acknowledgement expected to correct 400 years of white transgression. It's crack versus cocaine. Blacks receiving almost 20% longer sentences for the same exact offenses are like, for instance, a black man without a record is less likely to get a job than a white felon or maybe it's because we're lazy and we don't work hard enough. Like, what the fuck? 400 years in the same field literally is an incredible resume builder. It is Katrina answering the government's prayers of eugenics, Dick Cheney going fishing the next day, Condoleezza on a shopping spree bush in San Diego. But Kanye is the one you call crazy because, like, it only took the USA two days to get A to Asia, but five for FEMA to get to Canal Street and Esplanade as the one black kid who beat the shit out of the odds, but only thanks to Sandra Bullock, Michelle Pfeiffer, and the White Shadow, so now we all can make it. It is the only time Thousands of white people are cheering for the black kid to win this in the stadium. It is you looking at me crazy if I told you to go back to Europe, even though we didn't have a say. It is you all of a sudden having a problem with immigration like this isn't even your nation. How the hell do you discover some shit that wasn't even missing to begin with you Columbus our traditions? Had white girls twerking in high definition with multicolored hair and purple nails, but it was ghetto when we did it. Oh, I'm, I'm making you uncomfortable. Try a cram slave ship, but wait. Slavery is over now. It's just called the prison system because, like, you're not racist because you don't use the N-word, but y'all use niggas every day. What is white privilege? It is the acceptance of bombs over Baghdad, but not over Boston. It is European history being taught as a major and African as an elective. It is learning about my people only 28 days. Like, I'm not black every fucking second as every white boy. With the fuck my braids out, not because I'm pretty, but because I'm pretty for a black girl. It is people thinking that Africa is one nation. It is the waving of the Confederate flag like you didn't lose the battle and then telling us to get over slavery. It is people saying that black people destroyed neighborhoods, but forgetting that white people have destroyed continents. It is every time I bring up my plight, some white man has to tell me that I'm crazy, but is kind enough to praise my English or say that we are all given the same opportunities, even though he has a family history of wealth. And I don't even know my family history at all is the justification of police brutality. Like, what did that person do? I'm sure it doesn't hurt as much when the victim doesn't look like you. It is people thinking that affirmative action is an unfair advantage instead of keeping the qualified from being unfairly disadvantaged or throwing out a qualified applicant because their name's out to African-American is Newport's imported into black communities where black boys exported for weed as big plastic asses that are called fat when we naturally have them. It is an Australian woman whose new classic of rap music is everyone who hears this poem dismisses all this truth I just spit as reverse racism. That is white privilege. Thank you. All right, guys. We are back with episode 41 of I Don't Have a Name for This Yet podcast. And I am back with Siren, who's reading on her phone right now. What's up, guys? (laughs) How you feeling out there? How you feeling today? Pretty good. My stomach is rumbling because I had ice cream earlier. You got diarrhea. <laughs> you got uh, lack- do you use lactose intolerant? No, it's just not my- sitting right in my stomach. Oh, so you are lactose? You about to have diarrhea? No, hopefully not. 
I hope not, cause we ain't, we ain't pausing the show. If you gotta take a shit, man, the show must go on. You take the mic in there with you. Ear gross. Bloop bloop bloop. That's not what diarrhea sounds like. First of all. Anyway. That's how it sounds. Maybe. I need some sound effects, man. I'm gonna kill the game when I get some sound effects, man. I'm gonna kill the game. I'm trying to. No, tell you, you don't need that. You're gonna be extra. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have like explosion sounds, some horns, some gunshots. Some some sound clips. No, 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 no. No, not at all. No. All right, how's everybody doing out there? Hope everybody's safe and healthy, and uh, everybody has good fortune. A shout out to all the teachers out there for all the work you did this year. Shout out to all the first and last time, first and last time listeners. I appreciate you all. However you come, come as you are. At least that's what they say. Uh, so let's see, where are we gonna start? We're gonna start with that poem. I thought that was a good spoken word poem. And I think it's an older poem. I think it's like three years old, maybe. Maybe even older than that. But I heard it before. But I actually, what made me think about it again, because I heard it in another podcast. And I was like, that was so on time. At least it was when I heard it. So it just, it just, I just wanted to play it and let everybody else hear it, just in case they haven't heard it. And then we can just kind of touch on it a little bit and see what's what. But, um, like, what, what do you feel about what she was saying? Because I think. Pretty much, she's right on the money with most of the things she was saying. Yeah, she just being real and stating facts. And no one ever questions it. Like, why? Like, I know I was talking to one of my friends at work the other day, actually about two or three weeks ago, and I was just saying, like, we always have to learn about their history, but they don't ever talk about anybody else's history. I mean, that's always been like that in school. Yeah, and it, but it shouldn't be. Like, we should learn about, if it's going to be world history, we need to learn about the world. If it's going to be history in general, we need to learn about everything. We don't need to just need to know about some stuff that don't matter to us. Like, I don't care that the Model T was the first car built. I don't care. But who's building these um, school agendas and these curriculums? Is it the white men? Pretty what? much, for the most part. Because, remember, it was illegal for... Well, I don't know if like there was a lot of Hispanic people back then, but it was illegal for black people to learn how to read, write, how to count, how to drive. Like it was illegal for a lot of things. So I can I'm pretty sure we did not make the curriculum because whoever controlled the language controls the rule. They get to write the narrative and they get to pretty much make the rules. So I do think a lot of those things are are you know noteworthy. And like why is African American history or Latin Latin history an elective but world history or european history or u.s history is like an actual core class you know yeah. everything else is like extracurricular activities basically but it's it's you don't you just don't know and like she said she don't know where her family come from and like a lot of us don't like i don't i can only go back to probably my great grandma like i don't know anybody after that I'm like shoot that's just where it stops at but it, it's just sad that we live in that world where you've erased an entire people's history and then when you think about it, it kind of did the same thing to Hispanic people. It kind of erased your history, and then now your history is their history. It's whatever they told you it was, and now you kind of feel like, you know, you don't really have anybody to look up to that looks like you until more recent years, I guess. I don't remember. I mean, I remember maybe, like, later on in high school, like, maybe talking about Hispanic, the Hispanic month. But other than that, no, not really. When we talked about... Hispanic people in school It was always the Mayans The Incas And the Aztecs And it was It was a short chapter Like I don't know It was crazy They showed us this And then you flip to the next page And it was over mm -hmm. And like that's That's not 
I don't think that's fair for people who, you know, just just out there. Like it's just like a page missing. I don't think they should be trying to teach or tell kids what Christopher Columbus Day is about. You should leave that out the education of schools and let their parents tell them Speaking of that. that. At least ha- that's my opinion because I don't, like me, I wouldn't want my kids to go and think and learn that Christopher Columbus discovered found, Yeah, discovered. Yeah. That's, I, that is all lies and no, I don't think my child should be learning that they should remove that from them i think they should but while we're on the topic of removing one of the things i have here is taking the faces off of the money and i i I say that because like the last song i played on the last podcast was uh look at all the slave masters dancing on your dollar uh you remember that yeah and when you think about it that's exactly what it is like they're if they're going to take Christopher Columbus out of the history books or like take him out of the curriculum or they're going to tear down all these racist civil war statues in West Virginia or Virginia or wherever they are and change the flag why don't we start taking down you know some of the other things that come along with that like why not change the way the money look why not have the same way they do remember when they start first doing those quarters where they have like the state bird the state park why don't they have yeah why don't they put some of those things on there or put like people who actually made it put Martin Luther King on there Gandhi on there Harriet Tubman on there somebody Steve Jobs for all I care put somebody on there um you know but why do we keep those type of things going on I, I, I'm pretty sure they never even think about that but the money is built on that it's all of their faces you don't see any black faces you don't see any faces that people you know of people who did anything worthy really when you think about it all of those people just kind of just dictate yeah. they ain't gonna say dictated but conquered you know so if we're gonna do that like why not just change the way the money look make each dollar or each coin or whatever it is just look like something that represents what they say the american dream is is or or represent the world because it's kind of the world's currency I think that's the only currency that is accepted all over the world by almost every people. So why not just make it about something all over the world? Or why not just put a dollar sign on there? Like, we don't need those faces on there. We know the value of it. So that was just something I was thinking about. What what do you think? They should. At least even put Obama somewhere in there. Since he's the first one to make history, you know, as a president. I can see that, but then they'll make the case. Well, what about all the other presidents? But he's the first African American president. You know what? You know what they should do. They should. Okay, if we're gonna do it, we could go off history. We could do like maybe the the moon landing could be on the dollar. That's what I'm saying. Like things that made actual yeah, history. Made the history, first. Yeah. They could do that instead of putting all these presidents that are already on there. Or the national parks, Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, some of the popular cities on there. Like, whatever. I think that would be pretty dope, a dope concept to have. Yeah. Or, you know, just something. Just something. But that was just something I had thought about after listening to that song. But that's something we thought about before. Well, I've thought about before. Because I know they were trying to put Harriet Tubman on the, um, I remember that. On the thing. And that never happened. And they were supposed to put, like, some, some Native American chief on there. But that never happened. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Because they don't want to see that. They don't. But anyway, we're not going to stay here too long. Um, 
the protests are still going on. I like to see that there's more peaceful protests now. There's yeah, not as much definitely. rioting. I'm still, I'm still feeling like by any means necessary, but I'm glad to see that it at least it's um, peaceful. And um, you know, I'm starting to see more and more people come out in support of it. And I went by, I went by Centennial Park the other day, and I saw a lot of white people. It was a whole group of white people with Black Lives Matter signs, and that kind of just made, that kind of like touched me a little bit. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like, that's what we need. Those people appear to get it. Cause I don't know if they get it, but they appear to get it, and appearance is everything yeah, yeah. right now. So I think that I thought that was pretty cool. What What do you think about it? About white people going out there, or other races going out there. That's what we need. We on. need that. It can't just be black people, but what? Why? So remember the thing I told you about the mayor from Carrollton? Oh yeah. I need to show you the video. So why are some people against the Black Lives Matter? Do they think? People are saying only Black Lives Matter because that's not the case. Let me see if I can find it. The case quick. is Black Lives Matter. Like, and he kept saying, no, no, uh, well, I believe in all lives matter. And he kept going back and forth with him. You said he was the mayor? Yeah. I'm about to find it. If I can spell mayor right. Dang. Maybe I can look too. He had on like a dark shirt. John Jim what Jim what is it? What some yeah. Hey, I didn't ask you to say that. Is it playing? No, it's playing on my it's you know they got the little commercial that come up mm. first. Actually let me just play it real quick. And he was going back and forth with Yes. Jim Waters. Yes, yes, and then this is Mr. Bird. He used to be a teacher at Carrollton. Immediately to resign comes after Oh, they're going in. Hopefully, let's see. See? Let's go back. Wait. I want to find He his. needs to go him. Yeah, it's him and Mr. Bird going back and forth about it. Mr. Bird. Yeah, Gerald Bird. That's his name. I can't find it. Where'd you find it? I saw it on Instagram. Anyway, we'll probably just add a link for the clip because I can't. I can't find it. I think this is Gerald Bird. Oh, really? And then hold on. Political fireworks at a city council meeting with one person even calling for the mayor pro tem's resignation. Uh, the furor is over a Facebook post that some have deemed racist. Uh, the message was posted by Carrollton council member and mayor pro tem Gerald Byrd. Oh, I don't know, man. George Franco was in that public one race. In my mother's birthday at my Yeah, we'll just include a link because we ain't going to find we, it. Yeah. Anyway, um, you said that was that was one of your teachers. Yeah, he used to be a teacher, and now he's like part of the council team or whatever. Like the city council or, was in Carrollton. Yeah, he's trying to really big make. He's always been about making a bigger movement for African Americans, and he had that conversation with the mayor of Carrollton. But I wish I could find it. I don't have my Facebook right now. It's like deactivated that's right we'll just include the link and i'm pretty sure people will be able to find it somehow we just can't find it because we slow but it's okay 
We? You mean you? I'm speaking for both of us. No, speak for yourself. I'm speaking for you. I can't speak for you? No. Oh, well, I guess I'm just the only slow one here. <laughs> but anyway, but um, but yeah, they like to clean it up afterwards. Always trying to issue their apologies because they don't want to lose whatever uh, titles or whatever it is that they have at the time. You know, that's what they do. So I don't ever think an apology is sincere or, or heartfelt or they mean to. It's just a PR stunt. That's what I think. Like, how did you feel watching it? Which one? Uh, with your with your teacher. Oh, I feel like it, it. Their pride is in the way for saying Black Lives Matter. Like, I don't feel like they well, want to. All lives matter. No, yeah, the like white people who or whoever it is who don't agree with the Black Lives Matter um thing. I feel like their pride is hurting. Like they don't want to just think in a way that. They're the only lives that matter, but that's not the point. The point is that black lives matter. We're not saying that only black lives matter. You get it? Yeah, and I think in their head, that's what they're thinking. That's what they're like saying. No, all lives matter, not black lives matter. But that's not what we're saying. And they're just saying it because throughout the the, the thought, throughout the years, it's, it, it appears that they don't. And that's yeah. what they're saying. Sorry. You still trying to find it? Yeah. That's all right. We'll just... I found it. That's the whole thing? Yes. How long is it? Huh. It's like 44 seconds. Not the whole thing, but look. Hold on. It is one I was just looking at? Just listen to their thing. Racist, homophobic, and attacks on the Muslim faith. Hmm. Oh, did you press play? Yeah. to resign. Oh. Now this comes after numerous Facebook posts shared by Waters were discovered on his personal page. His critics say most of the posts are racist, homophobic, and attacks on the Muslim That's faith. Right At Monday's city council meeting, one resident asked Waters his thoughts on the Black Lives Matter. Movement. I don't know, hopefully it's recording. So you're saying you will support Black Lives Matter I initiatives? All that... Lives Matter, Gerald. All it's lives recording. Matter. Not Black Lives Matter. All Lives Matter. Not Black Lives Matter. All Lives Matter. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So as far as the controversial Facebook did post, I spoke with Waters. Mm -hmm. And he confirms that he did share them on his private Facebook page. Oh. Thousands have now signed an online petition demanding his removal. Water sent us. Do you think they're gonna get the petition signed to get a removal? A lot of people are doing it. What's, what's the population? What's the demographics like? I'm gonna look it up. Because if it's over 50%, but he's out of there, I don't know buddy. because there's a lot of white population in Carrollton. But if it's if it's fifty percent or fifty one percent, they gonna get him out of there. If they go out and vote, that's the only thing. That, yeah. Are you gonna turn off now? But if they if they get out there and do what they need to do, so they can did get you him hear out. him? How he was saying all lives matter. Mm -hmm. He's not like. What do you think about that? Do you not think that he's not like really there like he don't get the concept he probably or... don't get it he probably think that we're saying that the only lives that matter are black people but they're just simply saying that we've been overlooked neglected and it appears and we have probably seen or or that's what it is that our lives don't matter because other things they do like the tuskegee experience where they was experimenting on black people with different medicine and procedures and different drugs 
Uh, they send us out on the front lines in the war. Because and that's crazy that I thought Tuskegee was, um, um, what's the word? What you mean? University? HBCU? Yeah. Yeah, that's because it's a place in Alabama. But there was the, the people were from that area, like the Tuskegee Airmen, like, you know, like even Camp Creek is like, the uh, they call it the Tuskegee Airmen Parkway uh, Highway. But it's a lot of those things, but they will send send you out on the front lines because you're ex- just exp- expendable, basically. Basically, what is that? So that's what they would do, and you know, so so that's basically what they're just saying. Like our lives matter too. Basically, it ain't just yeah. saying that we're the only ones that matter. It's just saying that our lives matter too. Treat us like you treat your own lives. That's 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 pretty much it. Like we're the I don't ones think some people want to see matter. it that way though. Because they they it, really don't. Like they don't you know, when to. somebody's so stubborn, their mind is made up, and this is my my way or the highway, and that's it. I think a lot of them are like that. Uh, it's probably because um, that's just, that's just how they that's just what they believe. Like this is kind of what it is. It says Carrollton, Georgia, is fifty two point seven percent white. 29% black or African American. What is going on with my lips today? <laughs> and uh, 14.1 Hispanic or Latino. Uh, so, yeah, if they get together, they probably could do it. And then, you know, some of the white people gonna going to vote the way to get them up out of there. So, like, you pretty so. much cut your numbers in half. But if all the minorities, that's all to me, if all the minorities teamed up in part of, especially black people and Hispanic people, and we just got together and got our shit together, like, we could really run the country. Because yeah. we together outnumber them, when you think about it, or pretty damn close to it. I think it's like 15% and 14%, and then you know a lot of them, their vote is split anyway, you know? So anyway, but maybe they'll get it done. We'll keep our eyes on that and just see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, what else we got in the docket? Because I don't want to make this too racy. Um, I did go out and vote. Shout out to everybody that went out and vote. If you didn't get to vote this time, there's no, there'll be other elections. Please get out there and vote. Do what you got to do. Um, one thing I did not like is that my line was like, I got there like 640 and I didn't leave to 940. Whoa, where did you go vote? Uh, Off Camp Creek at this Wolf Creek Library. Yeah. I, used, I, I used to vote at this old folks home, but... I know when we voted for Barack, that was the first time the line had ever been long. And then any other election after that, it was relatively quick. I can go right in and out in less than 30 minutes. Um, but it was cool because I was a lot of lot of black people out there. And they was handing out water. They was handing out pizza. Nice, they man. was handing out snacks. Like, I got Skittles. I got those vanilla grandma cookies. I got a Gatorade. I got a vitamin water. They was like, hey, brother, take it, take it, take they it, They don't want, it. you know, they want to help people as much as they can and not, like, walk away. Oh, I'm fucking hungry. I'm I'm Nah, fuck this. Or the line, because I'm not going to lie to you. Like, when I first got there, I was like, look, this line long as fuck. I'm about to get back in the car. But I was like, nope, this is bigger than me. This yeah. isn't about me. This is going. People can wait in line for fucking shoes. Yep, so people wait in line for shoes. So they can the wait club, in line. You, anything. So, got to think about it that way. Yeah. So, I ended up staying. And I got my snack on. And I went on about my business. But it started to rain. And I thought that was going to make a lot of people leave, but they didn't. Guess what they had? Umbrellas. Fucking ponchos and umbrellas oh, for everybody. Yeah, they was really out there. And there was a lot of white people out there that was helping passing out things. And I like to see that because it shouldn't be all this d- division between, you know, people, the races, and the political parties. I don't care what part. You can be a Republican, but if you're voting solely because it's tradition, then you're an idiot to me. Yeah. Like, you can't vote. Like, I don't always vote blue. If there is a, a person on the other side that can do the job just as good or better 
I'm going to vote for them if they have good policies. Now, if you're just not against me, I mean, if you're just not for what I want to do, that's that's different. But lately, it has always been one-sided for me. But in the past, there have been some um, Republican people that I did like that I would that I would vote for, and that's that's just what it was. But I do like liberals and independents a lot too, though. So sometimes they get a lot of my votes. If especially if it's not anybody like Democratic running that I actually yeah. like or favor or whatever, I vote that way. And there's nothing wrong with it. But you just shouldn't shouldn't solely vote for your your color or your mascot or your political party. You need to vote for the better person. Whoever has the better parties, vote your interest. You don't need to vote just because everybody in your family votes red or everybody in your family votes blue. No. Like if if you are a better person, if you are the better candidate, if you if if my interests are your interests, I'm voting for you. Now that's just what it is. Now I understand that if I want to get shit done and I need to get the right senators or congressmen in there so we can have power to get the bigger shit done, I'm voting that way. That's just what I'm doing. And sometimes I feel like they want to do that too, but I do feel like both sides vote that way. It's not just red side vote that way. It's blue side vote that way too. They're just loyal to their parties. But you should definitely vote your interest. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. I did enjoy it though. And I like how they how the machines work. Yeah, I, I like to see people coming together. They were singing. Black people are always singing. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like we'll make a They're song out there. Yeah, they was having a blast. People had their little babies out there. Like, you know, the ones you can strap on the front like it's a book bag. They had babies out there. They had their little kids out there. It, it was pretty cool. It was nice to see the people just coming together for a common cause. <laughs> but I don't know. They was they was getting down, man. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So we got the voting, but I wonder, I wonder if it's set up that way to discourage people from from voting because you know they had the whole scandal last year with Kemp and all these different things, the polls not being up, not enough machines. Especially if, if you know that the population of this particular town is ten thousand, why why do we only have four machines? Can you not be in the court? But uh, why would you only have four machines? You know. Because I know when I was by work, this one lady said, ain't nobody in here, which is basically in Brookhaven. It was like, nobody, it was only 10 people and I was in and out. When I got to my place, the line did a snake. Yeah. Like, it was like. But then you gotta think about it. There's a difference too in populations and stuff and people, you know. You sleeping. Getting off of work and stuff. True, but some people went before work. Some people went in the middle of the day. Like, people, everybody's doing the same thing. But the only time, like, they said it was like that all day there. Yeah. And that's the thing. So, I'm like, why are certain places? It was on the news and stuff. Fulton County, especially. Yeah, they're looking into it. They're looking into it because a lot of the votes come from there. It's like, it's it's a lot of people that live in Fulton County. It's like a million people and some change. But... You know, but I think they're going to look into it at the Fair Fight Act. I mean, the Fair Fight people out there, if you see, receive some type of discrimination. I can't. I don't know what's going on my tongue today. It's fat. He's it's tongue tied. Yeah, if you've seen any kind of like, you know, people want to let you vote or you feel like you've been discriminated against or whatever, for whatever reason, you was more than welcome to reach out to them and, you know, get going. So it was, it was a nice thing to see. And I saw a lot of young faces, and that's what I like. I don't like to see a lot of old faces. I like to see a lot of young faces. Because the future is really in the youth's hand. Like, you are the future. You are our tomorrow. So you guys can get it done. And I did like that they had a lot of, uh, well, I ain't going to say a lot, but they had two things in there about climate change and environmental things. And I do like to see that. So I voted yes, like, you know, for whatever. And I I noticed there was a difference in the Republican ballot and the uh, Democratic ballot. 
But um, it was cool. But clearly, they ain't had nothing on there about green. So they had stuff on there about they had one thing on there about school. They had something else on there about something else, some shit that probably wouldn't benefit me from what I was looking at. Anyway, guys, we're not gonna stay here too long. I just want to encourage everybody. Even though you didn't vote, there's more elections. Make sure you vote for your local elections and just get out there and do your thing. Um, what else we got to get to? Since we're on the topic of uh rights and stuff like that and laws, you heard about the Eric Garner rule? I mean, or Eric Garner law or the Amy Cooper law? No. Basically, in New York. Uh, I think his name is Mayor Cuomo. 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 I think it's like something like that. I can't pronounce it. Then again, my lips are acting crazy today. <laughs> <laughs> they are. But basically, they have a rule where they're out. They're banning um, chokeholds and they're calling it uh, the Eric Garner law. And they're going to start prosecuting people who make false police reports. And if they're trying to, like, um, what did they call it? Uh, weaponize the police against somebody that's a minority you Where will go to jail in new york because remember uh, amy cooper was the one that tried to have the police come because the guy told her to put a dog on the leash the black guy uh, and the white lady called? huh that's what it's called are you okay <laughs> my shoulder hurts well but yeah so that's what they're doing i just want to <laughs> let everybody know about that i think those are good laws to have because people have been getting away with it for a long time and people are tired of it People be lying, man. People yeah. don't give a damn if they're going to affect your life forever. They don't. They don't care because once you go in there, it's hard to get out. That's fucked up. It's hard to get out. Um, I think we ran through all the topics <laughs> except for the bigger <laughs> ones. But I did want to touch on that because I didn't want to beat people over the head this time with like, uh, with like, you know, stuff. Are you okay? Here we go. Yes. You look like you're tired. It's only. Is it early? Yeah, the sun's still out pretty Is much. Is it for real? Pretty much. I'm a grandma. Should have known that. And you really would have been messed up if you were the one outside. Mm. Anyway, I guess we can. Uh, like, I feel like I erased something over here. But I guess we can get to episode nine of Insecure. I know you guys have been dying for it. What are your What are your first thoughts? What are your first reactions off of seeing it? So, are Issa and Lars gonna be back together? Are you asking? Are they? Or that, that's <laughs> that's like my yeah. No, that's like my reaction because in the beginning, that's them. Why? Because they was thing. banging it out on the couch. I mean, they spent. They look. It looks like they spent almost every other day together. So. That's how it but, is. But, hey, I get it because they, you remember, they start having to talk about whatever this is. They kind of still don't know. They're still in between, you know, figuring it out. And then Molly, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think there's something, there's something wrong with her. Something we Everything. don't know yet. <laughs> something we don't know yet. I don't know if her, I think it has to do with her self-esteem, number one. Number two, Something happened to her for her to be the way she is. And with, with like, Molly, if they were, I mean, Molly and Issa, if they were that close for however long it is, for her to act weird about this blowout they had, it, I don't know. Because they, the way Molly, I mean, Issa greeted her, I feel like it was genuinely, like, her friend. 
And Molly was not like. She was like, eh. I don't know. What do you think? That's all you got from the episode? Yeah. What else? I mean, there's a lot of things, too. Nathan and Andrew. Poor Nathan. He looked disappointed. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Because <laughs> I have an impromptu list of things I want to get to off of Poor that. Nate. Uh, so, at first off, I was thinking, like, dang, like, is this? Because I know they were talking about the couch. And I saw there was a lot of action. They was having sex on the couch for the first 30 to 45 seconds of the show. The show. Different. Like a, like a time lapse, basically, of them doing that, basically. Uh, and I was just kind of wondering, like, was that old or was that new? Or, like, what exactly was going on? But it was cool to see because I'm all for people getting back together if it's worth, if you can work it's it out and it's it. worth it. Um, but I, I, I was happy just to see that. Like, just to see them, you know, getting along. And as the show went on, you kind of just saw different things transpire. And then, you know. Who who asked? Hey, <laughs> ain't nobody say you can be a guest. Get out of here. She want to talk. Can they hear that? Yes, they can hear that. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to get to Molly. Because I do think Molly is uh, a bit. She just. She's just not a good friend. She seems like she get on your nerves. <laughs> she does, because I know people like that. I know somebody personally, firsthand, that that is just like that, but just in a very subtle subtle way. Like, a subtle difference, I'll say. Um, but she didn't seem genuine when Issa wanted her to come out to the brunch. Like, she didn't. Like, even Issa had to go way out for the hug. She was just kind of like, you know, and she was just like kind of faking it or whatever. But I'm glad that there is a person named Andrew on the show who kind of keeps Molly like in check. Like he's he's her moral compass for the most part. Like I think he makes her. I think he has the potential to make her a better person just because of how he is. He's just chill. He's calm. You say he should be a bit more assertive, but sometimes you don't have to be assertive. You just got to lead by example, and that's what she needs. Because if you assert, you saw how she kind of reacted when he gave her the answer that she didn't want to hear. She kind of walked yeah, away well, from him and kind of looked at him. Yeah. Yeah, but so, but I definitely don't think she's genuine. But have you been in a situation like that with your friend where you're trying to pat something up and it just seemed weird and, you know? No. Because all your friends are cool. I've never had a situation like that. I mean, if if we did have a fallout, we don't talk till till this day. And that's it. Then we really weren't friends. But my best friend, shit happens. We're kind, I mean... To me, I view, view it as we're sisters. Sisters argue. You fight. Like, it is. Hey, did she bite that? That would have looked like. But yeah, she be eating my plants. But I don't know. I, I felt like if they were really that close, it, it shouldn't have been so hard for, like, Molly, at least, to not make it weird or awkward. Mm-hmm. But, um... You know, I uh, I feel like uh, I feel like they'll get back. It's gonna know, take a lot, time. though. No, I think I think we skipped the part because she went to therapy first and then saw her. Right? Yeah. So that's one thing I didn't want to talk about mental health and therapy. I don't think we get enough of that. But I am glad that there was somebody to kind of be devil's advocate 
in that room because what's her name? Uh, Molly likes to point. She likes to defect, deflect blame at everybody else. That's what and there's nothing said. worse than a person that deflects blame and does never want to hold themselves accountable or they have no accountability for their actions at all. It takes two to tango. It takes two to argue. It takes two for almost everything in the world. And if you can't see what you could have done, what you've done wrong, then something's wrong. Like she said, she said, obviously, I've noticed this pattern of behavior with you. Like you're always saying it's somebody else's fault. Yeah. You're deflecting. You're blame deflecting. She said, what could you have done to make things better? Like how could you have made things turn out different? And no one ever says that to her but Andrew. And her that therapist. Lady. Yeah, Andrew and that, and that the therapist lady. So Because those are the two only people that she will listen to. I mean... If Molly would have said that to her, her and Molly would have got into it. Like, I meant Issa. If Issa would have said that to Molly, Molly would have took it the wrong way. Yeah, and I can see that happening when, you, especially when you, when you're beefing with somebody. But I also feel like still there. Yeah, um, uh. but I can see that happening when you're beefing with somebody, and um, you know, because their natural reaction is to think, "Oh, you're wrong, and I'm right." People right. get defensive and they shut down and they retreat into themselves, and that's not how you. Um, uh, resolve conflicts but I, I am glad that she said that to her it kind of made her think and she knows it but she's not going to admit it but she can admit it to the therapist because the therapists don't really know her like it's just that's kind of what the job is so you're supposed to be able to go there and yeah. speak your mind and you know say what you want to say and go from there maybe the things that we need to hear sometimes needs to come from a different person and i hate that because i i know but like, with a lot of my exes i have to tell them things and then it take for them to go find out get hurt or hear from one of their dumbass friends before they actually oh like oh you might have been right and i'll be saying i mean like, that's even with like your mom or dad trying to teach you better like moms and dads always know better if they're trying to tell you okay you're not gonna listen to me go over there and fuck up didn't i tell you i mean yeah, but at some point you have to learn to to listen to people who may be a bit more experienced than you. Or hey, why if you've tried everything and you keep getting the same results, let's try something different. What are you What are you doing? You know that picks up in a mic. What is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyway, um, so if you have if you keep doing the same thing and nothing's changing, then how about you try a different approach? There's nothing wrong with okay, that. Okay, what if she's not ready for her? She don't want to yet. She has a lot of growing to do, obviously. And ain't nothing wrong with not being ready, but don't don't act like you just are oblivious to the fact. Okay, that- so what do you think about about that towards the end when Molly said, Well, maybe who you are now and who I am now just don't go together they don't fit and that's coming from molly not isa because isa has grown i feel like isa has grown but it came from molly who has yet to still go through but who they are as people is the same molly's digressed isa's still the same isa is isa that yeah she's so a if, bit if a friend told you that then what you just gonna take it and go with it uh, depending on who the, who who it is, and if, Mo- if if it was Molly, if Molly was your friend and she told you that, no, because Molly's the one that changed, and this is there's nothing wrong with change, but if we before we even get to that point, we need to have a, a they should have had a, a more detailed conversation about what happened, 
before they uh before what, she came over there. Yeah, I feel like they didn't really talk about nothing. They just went straight to that and they, that was it. They didn't go into detail about you know how each one felt. And Molly just came out and said that though. Because she's trying to find the easy way out. She don't want to have a tough conversation with anybody. She she's she's not emotionally mature enough to handle that. She's not ready to hear the truth about herself. Because yeah. it's it really her. She's the only one that feels the way about the situation. Yeah, it don't seem like Issa really does. Yeah, Issa is caught off guard because she's like, she, she didn't ask you. Like, I asked a friend, told him I needed some help, and he made it happen for me. Like, he did this. He did your job better than you did, basically. And I don't think, um, what's the name like that? But I think they, they should have had a conversation about it because, you know, you only get so many good friends. And if they've been friends their entire life, like, you know, you just don't throw good people away like that. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, your difference is you can work it out and get past it. That's just me because I like to resolve conflicts. I don't like to just, oh, let me just throw this away anytime I get tired of it. Like that's, that's annoying. That's frustrating. That's very childish if you ask me. But I did feel bad for Nathan because it is tough when – have you ever been in that situation where you find out somebody that you still like to have feelings for is now involved with somebody else? Yes. Um, I, I have, and I and I reacted probably the same way Nathan did. Uh. Thought take your little cheap shots, even though they're true. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he was throwing low key shots though. Well, I hope he's changed this. Oh, what he say? Hope he gets his shit. Hope he keeps his shit together this yeah, time. Yeah, like they. Oh, you mean the one you cheated on? Cause first it was yeah. attack on her, <laughs> and then it was attack on him later on. And then she kind of got got back with him. It was like at least he didn't run away and then say anything about it. And then he kind of opened up and told her that he had, you know, that he's been diagnosed with bipolar and he didn't know how to handle it. And that's kind of why he went away. And I just wish that he would have told her that. Well, I don't know because mental illness, it's a lot. But I just wish that. He wouldn't just up and left like that and left her out in the blue. She was clueless. I wish that he would have told her at least something like, hey, there's some things I have to deal with. Didn't he say something? No, he did not. He didn't say anything. He ghosted her. He could have said, I'm in mo- right now I'm not in a good place, but I'm going to figure this out. Like, let me know. Tell me. And maybe we can work through this. You ghosted me. How else am I supposed to feel? Like, Molly probably felt like, well, he don't really care. He ghosted me. You don't think he should have said something? Uh, he could have, but what if he didn't have the right words to say? What if he didn't know what to do? Then deal you're with? not. I don't feel like you're mature enough then to communicate, mm, or your communication instance. skills aren't that good. Not in this. You instance. can sit. That is a mental health issue. Just rubbing up against the mic. Um, but that's a that's a mental health issue. Well, like okay. Nathan. Well, Nathan can't get mad if while all this shit was happening. Issa went on with her life. I don't think he's mad. I think he's disappointed. Or just That's a little a upset. Uh, yeah, because he probably felt like she was giving him some rhythm, and she was. He was. And now, I told. Then I tell you in the previous podcast, I said no, I don't want her and uh, Lawrence to get back together because her and Nathan are still dealing with something. And her and Lawrence are still dealing with something. They've been dealing with something since season one. And this is what now, season four, episode nine. Yeah. So yeah, like they're all dealing with something, but you gotta learn to make the best decisions for yourself. Like, like she said, like, what are you doing? You're being weird. But anyway, she. <laughs> what? 
What are you laughing at? You. But anyway, um, what is that? What a dog at, man. Can you focus on the podcast and leave them? Is she alone? breathing on hard. Okay. I don't want to lose you. You breathe on. <sighs> That's how. <laughs> That's how you breathe. But anyway, but um. See, now you don't forget. First of all, I didn't forget. Second of all, your lips stink. Three, anyway, you know. Yeah, I didn't forget. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> but I, I'm going to get it back. Don't worry. Don't be a hater. Let me do Nathan, my thing. Issa, they're all dealing with something. Yeah, they're all dealing with something. And, you know, you, you know, she probably just wants to find out. She wants to enjoy this version of Lawrence. Like she like she said, like, why does Condola get to have this version of Lawrence? Well, I had the Lawrence that was sulking on the couch for a whole season. And like but I get it. She yeah. I felt that way. I have before recently. Tell too. us about it. Story time. Story. I just time. have an ex who I feel like we were dating since we were dating since we were in high school. And we broke up like, uh, it's been a minute now. So now that he's graduated school, you know, he's going on to finding a good paying job. He's going to be making good money. You know, he's going to have his own place. And it just makes me think sometimes that when he gets into the next relationship, that person is going to have you know I don't want to say good but that version of him where he's kind of you know in the adult place in his life where he kind of has it together meanwhile you know I was going can I, can through I the ro- what makes you think he's has it together now because he graduated school no I'm saying when he does have a good paying job and when he finally gets there yeah he's gonna have something to offer not saying that he didn't have anything to offer with me but it was like what, what what so what do you think he'll be able to offer? Well, for once, from what I know, he wasn't gonna get married until he had a good paying job, maybe marriage. He wasn't he didn't want to move in with a significant other till maybe after school. He's done with school. And he when he finds a good paying job, you know, he's gonna be able to afford more things and help out more. But how does that transfer to who you are in a relationship? Like you can have all those things and be a horrible partner. Hmm. But I get it. I get what Issa uh, she she means by that. Like I get it. Like just from what you told me about this fellow, like I don't see any comparisons with. Besides, like I mean, he's. What do you want me to say that he's a douchebag? No, no, that's not not what I'm saying. I'm saying that like Lawrence, I can see. The value, because Lawrence always had the relationship part of the thing together. He just didn't have the financial part of it together because he didn't have a job where he lost his job or something oh, like so that. Oh, so what you're saying, my yeah. ex didn't have neither? Well, just on a little bit I know about the situation, the emotional aspect of it or the relationship part, the part that makes the relationship the relationship, you got to have. Like, you can have all the money. All the accolades. So he in the just world. added the icing on the cake, Lawrence. With you know, yeah, Lawrence just got the icing on the cake now because Lawrence was well put together. He was a good dude. He was a good dude. He did right by Issa. But there's people who don't have that emotional maturity. They don't have that 
they don't have that uh they're not relationship people like they're just not savvy mm-hmm. when it comes to that or like i don't even know if savvy is the word but it's just okay, what if later on you can always get it later on but what then, if it's too late that's what i'm saying like why couldn't you have done that with me did i just not bring that out of you did yeah. i just not no challenge you, you enough did was I not who you wanted to spend the rest of your life with? Like what? No, sometimes people just grow mature at different levels. And if he grew up how you told me he grew up, I can see why he's going to have a little bit of arrested development in that area. Like me, I was exposed to a lot young. My mom didn't really hide too much from us. We got to see everything. So we already started to formulate our own opinions and our own ideas at an early age. We were never told what to do or how to do it. My mom said, go do the shit. Don't come back until it's done. Now, if we needed help, she would help us. But like she knew we were more than capable of doing that on our own. We just wanted to be baby. And that's why I'm the way I am now. Because like I like how many dudes do you know that really can cook and take care of themselves? I know a couple, but you don't hear or see that too often. At least that's not the narrative I know. But like my mom never told me I could. I watched her. I just observed and I just tried some shit on my own because she knew I was that type of person. She never had to show me how to do much of anything. You know? So- so I have a question. So do you think if my ex is, because I will say that his mom plays a big role in his life and did, did a lot for him growing up. It wasn't like you. It wasn't go doing, then, you know, come back when it's done. It's like, I'm going to do it for you. Yeah. So do you think that played a role in yes. how he developed as a person yes and in relationships yes so how could so for him to have came out different or the outcome would have been different you think that his mom basically shouldn't have sugar-coated it or kind of babied him in a way yes because you you kind of stunt people's growth when you're not allowing them to grow Growth comes from challenge and adversity. If you don't ever have a challenge, then how can you grow? Because you're going to just do just enough to get there. Like a rose that grows from a concrete or like the plants that come out of little cracks in the ground. Like you have, you've paved over this and somehow, some way that whatever that little green plant is has found a way to grow and overcome its surroundings. It had to figure it out on its own. It had to do it. Like it could have just stayed a weed. It could have stayed a seed, I mean, but it grew. Yeah, I guess. Now I can really see where that does play a role in people's relationships. Because like I told you, we grew up differently. Things weren't just handed to me at all. If anything, you know, we kind of had to do the shit for us and my mom. You know, because she, to this day, doesn't speak English. Even if it was through the drive-thru. I had to order from my mom. I had to go with her to the doctor's office to, like, you know. So I think it did rush me to grow up a lot fast. It ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, not even saying growing up but just mature a little bit i guess you could say that's growing up but but just be a bit wiser you you were pretty wise for a young person and that's what that's what it's about it's like when do you start developing your own thoughts and ideas when do you start developing and nurturing your intellect or when you start nurturing your child's intellect or their own curiosity like i'm always curious my my i always be called curious george my name ain't george but i was curious george um, because I was always into some. I was always, hey, what if I turn the fire up this high? Let's see what it do. And then I figured it out on my own. 
you know, I just kind of learned a lot of stuff on my own because my mom, like, she'll say, hey, look, I'm going to show you how to do it. Like, she'll, you know, like, not just, she just say, hey, you go figure it out. It was like, hey, I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then next week, you're going to do it. You go do something on yourself and then come back. And then once I learned how to do it, I didn't have to come back anymore. But I just feel like not every, a lot of women, but I do feel like most women are like that, especially with their boys. Because I, I did see where I was there a lot of times when, let's say he would say he was going to move out, you know, in front of me and his mom and dad mom was like mom would be like no i need you first to finish school blah blah blah. and then dad would be like if you don't leave that man alone let him learn on his own and let him grow up and they started they bickered so much about things like that and i i think i see why his dad and mom kind of got into arguments sometimes because i did see i feel like his dad felt like his mom did not let him experience life yeah on his own and his dad was constantly like if you don't let him be let him be like that's how they're gonna learn exactly that's how it is i'm glad my mom wasn't overbearing like she wants to clean up and shit like that but she was never like trying to make decisions for us like whatever we wanted to make she's like what do y'all want to eat it wasn't like whatever i eat y'all whatever i'm whatever i cook y'all eat it was more so like it was a democracy for but most I mean, things yeah i mean it's not like he she control his life but i do feel like she had a lot of influence on his decisions in his life and he even told me that the when he broke up with me he was like one of the things i was dealing with was a lot of pressure in having to you know one what expectations of my mom not my dad not my family but my mom that's what came out of his mouth and it just it just made me think a lot like are you doing this for you who needs to be it needs to be done first for you and then your mom and dad or whoever but i feel like for him it was all about i need to do this for my mom my mom mom you know yeah and but you but some people some parents try to live their lives through their children and they shouldn't and then you know you don't as as that child you don't want to let them down but they have to realize that when your kid gets ready to go out into the world they're still a baby they don't know anything they don't know how to do they may be book smart or they was, you know, aware enough to pay attention and follow some instructions to get to the point, you know, to get past school. But it doesn't mean that they're prepared for the world. They were just disciplined enough to to persevere college life. It's not hard to do. Like, it's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like it's rocket science. Like, you go to school, you do your work, mm-hmm. you study hard, you're probably going to get the grades you want to get. And if you stick in there for years, you'll probably graduate. Like, it's not it's not hard to do, but it is a hard thing to do, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But you definitely don't want to stunt your child's growth because you're always, like, overbearing and trying to tell them what to do and not letting them, you know, scrape their knees. Like, let them, you know, let the kid fall down a couple of times. Let them, let's see how they respond to adversity when it happens. When life throws a curve at them, how are you going to handle it? Are you going to keep swinging or are you just going to stop swinging at it? And that's just really what it boils down to because ain't nothing going to hit you harder in life than life. It's going to throw all kind of haymakers at you, but you got to keep getting up. And that's what you have to learn to do. But if somebody's always, oh, 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 let me help you, let me do it, or they keep pouring things into you and they're not letting you make decisions on your own, you're not going to learn how to make those decisions that you probably should have learned earlier on in life. That's just me. 
I could be wrong. I'm not saying that anything I'm saying is factual, but just in my experience and just in the experiments that I do and the research that I do, because I like to do research on people who join the podcast or just things I know, um, that's just kind of what it seems like to me. I have a quick question that you just made me think about. Do you, as a guy, see a difference in women who have been... Yep. You you don't even know what I'm about to say. Who have came from different homes, like one versus you yep. know two. I was one. Oh. And I had this conversation with a friend who actually listened to the show. Shout out to uh, I'm gonna just go with the initials JG. <laughs> JG. But anyway, we had a similar conversation to like this. Like I was telling her that I can point out certain things about people. I know certain women who've been through a certain set of circumstances and it shows. I can I can just point it out and like I've known So her. you can you can kind of tell in women who come from like two parent homes, yep. one parent home, yep. neither parents. Yep. Oh. And it gets deeper than that. I'm very uh observant and astute by the way. Um but I we had a similar card. I was telling her what type of woman I tend to attract. And how I always know that it's one of the three things. And um, she didn't necessarily say anything the first time I said it. But about two weeks ago, she kind of confirmed that for me. And I was kind of proud of her for, like, telling me what she told me or whatever. You know, and just her feeling comfortable talking to me. Because we haven't always been the greatest friends. Like, I've always known her. Like, we've, we've worked in close proximity of each other for an extended amount of time. I want to say about five or six years. And, um... And there, uh, and you know, we never like we we had a few personal conversations, but it never got too deep. And I know why it didn't, but you know, but now we're we're a lot older, we're a lot mature, more, more wiser, and we we have these conversations like all the time. We just talk, we just kick the shit. And um, but I was telling, you, I can't tell, but you can definitely tell a girl or a guy who's who has both parents in their life. You can tell when someone who doesn't. And it shows in their values and how they how they value relationships and their ideas of what love is. Like if you had a loving family, a household where they was affectionate, nine times out of ten, that's what you're gonna think love is. You're gonna think that's gonna be your your barometer for what uh love is or what a relationship should be. I want I want to love like my mom and dad. They've been together thirty years, and that's kind of what's going on with Molly. She always thought that they had the perfect marriage or the perfect love life or the perfect mm-hmm. family life. And now that she found out that her dad cheated on his mom and she forgave him and they worked it out and they're still cool and they did not know forever, she don't know what to think because she thought that her dad was... A fairy tale. This, yeah, a fairy tale. She was living a fairy tale life. And when you got a fan, when you got somebody who doesn't have both parents in their life, you can definitely tell what that's like on their end too. Like, I didn't have both parents in my life, so my... How I am in a relationship is a lot... I'm very independent. Like I don't really need much from people. Like, like I want somebody who's going to make my life better because I'm going to make your life better one way or another. So, so what if you didn't grow up seeing love? Like you just seen your mom single all her life. So how do you, how do you know what to expect or what to want out of love? And see, that's the, uh, that's the flip side to it. I didn't happen to get that part, but, what that is you like you told me about one of your cousins like he didn't see a lot of love in the house so he does not know how to show that in a way so you kind of learn through what 
your friends you learn through the tv you learn through you know just whatever like those things become your teachers and your role models like a lot of people say hip-hop raised me because their dad wasn't in the house so they learned what their idea of what being a man was through hip-hop through rap videos through r&b through movies and things like that that's 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 how they learn so you learn those things through your environment your environment teaches you and hopefully you're in a good environment you got good influences because they can show you you know so like those that that's a real thing like men women and men not being able to show love because they've never seen it so they don't understand it is a real thing and i've i've been with plenty of people who don't know what that's like but all they seen was chaos in their family household so that's all they know to do they know to argue they know to fight they know to quit they know to give up every single time something doesn't go that way you may you may disagree over getting the heinz ketchup and uh what's the other one <laughs> i don't know it's great another no no not no great valley <laughs> it's like heinz 57 ketchup and then it's like uh French's ketchup is something like that yeah. But Heinz is definitely the better ketchup Let's just say that You might disagree over that And then they're ready to, to throw the whole thing out the damn window Because you disagree You know so like those type of things You know you, you can kind of see So uh, I know for me That's just That's just something that uh, That I've noticed Like just with my female friends and my male friends Just the kind of conversations we have Because a lot of people like to talk to me for whatever reason but you know those are things that are common does that answer your question you got anything else you want to ask me while you're on the on the uh the therapy couch <laughs> no um but yeah but i definitely I, I, you know all of this ties back into the show which is why i like this part of the show because you can get so many different topics from here you can talk about a lot of issues and a lot of a lot of people feel this way people don't know how to show love and they don't know how to treat other people also like some people may have seen like their mom or dad just run through people they're only together for like a month two months three months six months they never seen anything with some longevity so guess what they do the same thing well i don't want to be like my mom i saw my mom do this i saw my mom do that i don't want to be like my mom so you formulate your own ideas and opinions about how to not be in that situation and then you may or may not realize you may get it right and then you may get it wrong and then you really might shoot yourself in the foot just based on how open you are or closed-minded you are about whatever the thing is so you just never know man but i do think people need therapy i think people need to learn to speak up more need to learn to talk more and you know just uh let me cut your eyes over here but just just uh <laughs> just uh you know express themselves a bit more and the be right receptive. Way. I was about to say, and express yourself in a healthy way, because you can express yourself, but it could be in a toxic way. Yeah, but that that comes that that's when you have to have a patient partner. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm going to make you better, one way or another. Like I know what I bring to a relationship, just as a person. Like I may not be the richest, I may not be the cutest. I may not be the tallest, I may not be the shortest, whatever it is, but I do know what I'm going to do to you in a relationship. I know what I bring to the table. And all I ask is for that to be be matched. Because if you give it back, if you give it to me, and I'm going to give it back with interest. That's how I feel. If you give me 100, I'm going to give you 120. That's what I'm going to do. 
You right over there? What are you pondering in your head? Nothing. I'm listening. Oh, because you, 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 I'm dropping juice. You no. picking up. <laughs> you peeping knowledge. Uh, but yeah, so. I know before we got to this, we were talking about Nathan. So how would you handle what Nathan told you? I mean, what, what Issa told Nathan about. Well, it, it depends if I was Nathan and how, if I had plans to have some type of future with Issa. First of all, have you been in that situation? Yes and no. Explain. Like, are they ex? What are they? They was involved, you know, they had a little, you know. A little fling, a little something. something. I ain't gonna say it was a fling, there was definitely something. <laughs> um, a short-lived relationship, let's say that. Um, yeah, I've kind of been there before. When I found out somebody was with someone else. Um, it disappointed me at first, but then it's like, if it's meant to be, and I gotta let him go. It is what it is. Do you think he was sad? Hell yeah, he was sad. <laughs> like, I've been there, and that's not a good feeling when you find out that your ex or somebody you was involved with got back with somebody that they done dogged out, talked shit about them, and, you know, and you know, you're trying to trying to be in their life or whatever. Like, that's not a good feeling. Like, of course you'd be this one. I, I would have acted exactly how Nathan acted. I mean, he acted well. I don't think he, like... He threw shots here and there, but it was he he, hand, he didn't lash out. He handled it well, but, but I mean, he can't be mad at her. He also just goes to her like he has to understand. I don't think he's mad though. I think he's just, just hurt disappointed. or disappointed. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's not gonna. I think he's gonna let her go. I think he really is. That's what I'm saying. Like I felt like nope. it's about to be a love triangle. Watch. Oh God, no. Well. If he really, 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 really feels like he can't let her go, he can try. He can try. You know, but if sure. if Issa's not for it and Issa's all about Lawrence, at least he tried. And technically, Issa and Lawrence are not back together. That's like what I'm officially, saying. Yeah. They, they're together for sure. They're do, they're together. But no one's come out and said, hey, this is exactly what this is, where it's clear and defined, and everybody knows what role they're playing. So they're together, but they're not but together. But at the same time, they can do whatever they want because they're not they together. They haven't made that commitment. So I feel like verbally, Nathan may try, but I have a feeling that Issa is all about Lawrence. You think so? Yeah. But I guess this kind of part of you know. When I mean, you, it's not a good feeling to have when you find out, you know, the person that you like or the person that you thought had potential is with someone else or seeing somebody else because that's, that is, you're risking losing them. Mm -hmm. So. Interesting. You are risking them. Like, that's why I said, I don't want to give up on anybody until I know it's officially, officially over. How do you know when it's over? When both people go their just separate give up, ways, just or it's throw just the towel like in. Yeah, just throw the towel in. But if you know that there's still a spark there, there's still a lot of love. The good outweighs the bad. Like I'm not giving up until the good outweighs the bad, or unless I'm just tired of it. 
And then, you know, like sometimes you get tired of it. You got to take that break, step back. And it may take years before y'all get back together. You know, like it may, it may take, it may take a little time. And that's, that's your time to grow and to learn. That's your time to be happy in life. Like if, if I was single and I was in that situation, I'm telling you what I'm going to do now. I'm moving. I'm getting the fuck out of um, Atlanta. I'm probably going to go to either LA or somewhere around the Bay area. I'm just telling you that now. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to mix and mingle. I'm going to meet people. I'm going to try to enjoy the California lifestyle and just kind of see what that's like. But, you know, if you go, if you go too soon and you still got ties back home, then that can just mess up everything because you can't give whatever you're giving, getting into your all, if that makes sense. does but I don't know but for me I don't ever want to give up on something until I know it's done like there's always feelings and like you know like I, I've, I've been there's always gonna be feelings though like not regardless always. not for me once I'm done I'm done but and that's what I'm saying I don't move on until I'm done at least I think I'm done because there was a situation a couple of years back where somebody I was dating decided to go get back with their ex and I knew they was going to do it and they did it and I just just let go and I just did my own thing and I was cool then they popped back up and that's that's when life got a little tricky it's, it's a weird it's a weird situation don't mean a little triangle yeah don't get in the love. Did we say that on another episode? We did. <laughs> but that's rough. But I do feel for Nathan because Nathan seemed like he was a good guy. Like, I don't think he would have did. Like, none of the guys easily, well, never mind. <laughs> I'll take that back. Yeah. But the two guys I've ever seen her be serious about, like, seem to be pretty good guys. Pretty good guys. Mm. Mm. What, what love, else? love, huh? What, what else are we missing from the show? I think we kind of got everything because those are the three major things. I'm trying to think. How did it end? Oh, Molly and. Yeah, them not being friends anymore. I really <laughs> thought Lawrence and Condola were going to like still have a thing, but I no. guess they talked about and they ended things. At least that's what he said. We didn't see that on camera. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lawrence, I see you. Playing it's, games. It's hard to end things with your ex and then you get in a relationship so soon. It's hard to, because now you got ties both Oh, ways. wait. Repeat that again? Hold on. What did you just say? I said it's hard to end things with your ex and be with somebody because you got, when you when you do it too soon. Uh, it kind of is. So. Ask the question. So would you, if let's say you meet someone new and you just found out they got out of like a, I don't know, four-year relationship. And you knew you were their friend first. Do you think it's safe for you to be involved with that person, knowing that they just literally broke up of so many years? Based on what they tell me and based on how they act, I'm going to make my best decision. Now, if you sound like you're still in love and you want to be there, then no, I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to stick around and be your friend. If- so how do you not? How do you? How do you know for you, like they're not still wanting to be there? Body language. 
stuff they say, you know, just just their mood changes. You can feel it. You can feel it. Like you can be wrong about it, but you definitely definitely can feel it. But me, I I try not to date people who just got just just got out of a relationship. But I have been with people. I have you know on both ends, whether I got out or they got out, where. We were just having fun. We were growing. We were getting to know each other. We was, you know, either I was helping them get over somebody or they helped me in a way to get over somebody. Um, and my just getting out of a relationship is different from maybe your just getting out of a relationship. My just getting out is maybe like four or five months. That's my. Or maybe even a year, especially if you've still been, you know, talking. You may not have relations, but y'all been keeping in contact or seeing it. You have to see that person. Like it's tough, so I wouldn't want to put myself because I'm 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 somebody who's gonna hold on to all the hope in the world, like that. Oh, maybe maybe just one more chance, but then you know, then that, after a certain while, time goes on. I'm like, look, I'm not getting no younger. I do want kids, I do want a family, and I might fucking move. So what am I gonna do? Yeah. So you can't wait forever. But I don't know. Um, I think I think that's it for that. I think we got everything. For that show, I do want to ask you something. It's been on my list of things to ask. I was going to ask you, should a woman change their appearance for a man? Yes or no? Explain. Like, let's say my man likes when I wear my hair curly. And I like it too. I don't see nothing wrong with that. If he wants it curly and I don't mind it, go for it. What if it's something that you don't mind? That I do mind, you mean? That you, yeah, that you do mind. Then, no. I mean, you should be able to do what you want at the end of the day. I, that's how I feel. Bum ass ringtone. So. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> no, I just, no. I guess I just give you my answer. If we both like it, cool. Let's do it. If you really want my hair to be dyed red, and but I like red too, okay. So, so if you want my hair to be judo green, hell no. Do you want to do it? No. Oh, I pulled something. I don't know what I just said. You destruct. I just want to let you know that. If it's for the better and if, if it's something that the woman likes there's nothing wrong with it what you okay I guess we on text break guys Mm-mm. Sorry, I had to send this text real quick. But what do you think? Yes or no? Would I change my appearance? It depends. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with people changing their appearance to be with somebody because I feel like people should accept you for who you are. Like if you met me this way, don't force me to be another way or don't try to force what you think looks cute because everything ain't for everybody like if you got a haircut you can hang it up i'm not talking to you no more why because in my eyes you're gonna look funny but that's just me 
even if I like it, even if I like my hair shorter. If you let's say I get a bob or something, I'm never asking you for that. <laughs> don't just say it. you don't like bobs. Not on every. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Everything ain't for everybody. Like I cannot rock a bald head. I'm never <laughs> rocking a bald head. Like I have a face that fits somebody who has some type of hair Dread. or a lot of hair. Oh, you should get dreads. No, that doesn't fit me. That doesn't even fit my personality. Like everybody, like every woman can't get the the Eve, or everybody can't get like the little fade or whatever. Everybody can't wear dreads or the bald head or braids, whatever. A lot of people can't pull that off. Like a lot of things just don't look right on people. So if you want me to do something, I know that doesn't look right. I'm not doing it. Your body, my body. That song stuck in my head. So for me, that's just what it is. Like now, if you be like, hey, babe, I think you should shave. Or trim it or, or, or clean up a little bit. Maybe. But if I want to be rough and rugged, let me be rough and rugged. You met me rough and rugged. I guarantee you, you did. Let me be. Booty call, booty call, booty call, boot. Oh. You can pick up the phone. Go ahead. Hello. Let's see let's, let's this cake. Let's see this cake. In the meantime, right I guess I'll play some, some tunes. Let's see what I got. Oh my cord. Yeah, just put it outside my um my porch. Let's see what I want to play. All right. Oh, maybe not. What did you want to do? I was gonna play some tunes. Oh. Play some tunes, some tunes. What do you want? A snackety snack snack. But um, where where were we? Uh, changing your appearance I, I I just don't know But I know some women Who would try to do that And I get it Like if your man Likes certain things Go for it But it like, has to be Within reason I just don't want anybody Like doing a whole I mean If you met me With no booty Don't ask me To go get plastic surgery for, Just for you Yeah stuff if like I that If I want it And you want it Okay cool But I'm not gonna do that Because you want it Yeah stuff like that Is that's That's more on the extreme lines For me but I don't. I wouldn't want anybody to just do something that they just don't feel comfortable with, or something that's not them, or something that doesn't look right on them. Because everything doesn't, you know, everything ain't for everybody. Is it raining? No, my sister just dropped something off. Oh. But uh, but anyway. Yeah. So that's I always wanted to know. I'm I'm gonna keep that one on there. But I always wanted to know how people felt about that. Cause I, it was supposed to be part of this episode where I had a bunch of women, and it was just gonna be two guys, and we was just gonna be like hitting them with all the, the tough women questions, yeah. or you know, you know things like that. But I did want to know what that was. You know how how you felt about that? Cause I do know people who tried to change. change it up. Like they was dressing one way, and now they want them to dress on. I've had people want to change the way I dress. I'm like, I'm not with the square shit, man. I'm just not wearing it. Like that that, that does not even fit who I am. Like why would you want me what to, they wear? Want you to wear? Hmm? What they want you to wear? Like like that prep schoolboy shit. I'm not wearing that. The preppy schoolboy look. I'm not doing like it. That's not me. Down? Not a button down, but like a, a polo shirt with the little boat shoes. That's not me. <laughs> like that's not me. First hey, of all, you look good in it though, because you're like slim and you're I'm tall. I'm tall, but still, but that just does not fit my. You would look bad in it. But, I don't think I would look bad in most things. Like. But that's not what I like. I don't want to wear it, and I'm not gonna go somewhere overdressed or you know just I don't to do what to sit at home. Like I'm not, I'm not doing it. 
Like some things just don't look right on me. Mm. Like I'm already tall and lanky, so I'm not I'm not trying to look like that. Now if I have to, if it's like we're on a cruise or we're going to a barbecue, maybe. But I think people should a just, barbecue. Yeah, you know some people just like what? that for a barbecue. Yeah, it'd be some hot people, as hell. Who's it in the world? It does, <laughs> and that's part of the reason why I dress the way I, I like to be comfortable wherever I go. So I'm not I'm not into that. Like if oh you should wear suit and ties all the time. I'm not doing that. I like so do what because you because I think make it look like money. But a lot of people who wear that shit don't be having money. That's all appearance. I like, I like that to me that it just doesn't make sense. Like you are not your clothes. The clothes don't make demand. The man but, make the clothes. But I heard you can express yourself through fashion and your and hair. And you can, but what are you saying? What message are you trying to send? You're trying to portray that you're a businessman yeah, because you have a you suit? you look like money. That's what I just said. Business you look me, like it, you look but important. you don't have it. That's just what I think society has conditioned us to believe. Yes and no. I feel like no. you're still expressing yourself. You like, are expressing if yourself. If I like to wear bands, I'm going to wear bands. That's telling you what? I like vans. I like sneakers. But do you like this because you've been conditioned to like these things? Or did you formulate their own opinion, opinion on your own? Because if someone's drilling in your head, you wear this, you wear this, look the part, be the part, you do this, people appreciate you more. You get you, If people are constantly telling you that, you're going to start believing, even if you hate the clothes. I've heard that my whole life, and I hate those clothes for that reason, because they used to use those clothes to separate the classes. All the rich people wore this, and the poor people looked that way. Because guess what? Poor people couldn't afford suits. Maybe her back is. Is she asleep? Oh. But you're like, getting on her damn nerve. No, no, it's you. Because she like <laughs> me better than she like you. Because you don't wash enough her butt itch. I'm just saying. Do you buy her food? I'm calling Peter. Do on you pet her? I'm calling. Do I you do. wash her? I do. Do you take her out? I do. No, like I said. I do. Do you take her out? I just took her out like five minutes ago. Did, did you go out there with her or did you open it and let her run out? Both. You look like a both. Anyway, but you know, some of these things I think they put, people put images in your head and they make you feel like you got to do this and that's what this means. Oh, I'm important or I'm better than you because I have on a suit. No, some of the most shittiest people wear suits. They do. Some of the shitty people wear basketball shorts. Like, it doesn't change who you are as a person. It just changes how you feel. But when I see people in a suit, I don't look at them any different than I see somebody have on no clothes at all. I don't. Oh, do you like my dress? You look the same as every other day. I know that sounds kind of harsh, but, like, it doesn't change how I view you as a person. Oh, someone came in, he was well-dressed. He's da 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 No, con men come in well-dressed all the time. But nobody ever speaks Well, on some that. people won't hire you because of the way you're dressed. And that's discrimination. And I know. And there's some people in our company that I know personally have not hired because of the way they looked. I know a lot of people do that. Some people only want to hire cute people. Some people only want to hire people who have the same skin complexion as them. That's just what it is. And But, that but comes look, let karma take care of it. Karma's going to get it. That comes from someplace. Like People learn those behaviors. People are taught those type of things. You know, that's not just something that, you know, like people feel more comfortable with people who look like them sometimes. And so sometimes people hire people that look just like them. But I, I'm all about diversity. Like, that's what it comes down. Like, everybody doesn't have to look the same. Like, if we were supposed to be the same, we wouldn't have clothes at all because we'd all just be naked. So that's just me. Boobies will be slinging everywhere. Yeah, some people would be slinging everywhere. Some people <laughs> wouldn't be slinging everywhere. 
Because some people got little mosquito bites. Some people got little mosquito bites, and some people got them, you know, them bulldozers. <laughs> Those what? Them, uh, what is it? Uh, wrecking balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Some triple D. Yeah, so people got some of those, man. Sometimes it's too much. You just got to have just enough. So let me tell you this funny story when I went to go get my tattoo. Oh, Lord. So the guy came out of nowhere. I didn't know what he looked like or whatever. He he had came from behind me. <laughs> he was like, I need to take a picture of your back. I was like, uh, I can send one to you. He was like, no, I'm going to take one of your back. So we went in this room randomly. It like he was like, can you take your shirt off and your bra and not trying to like make this weird? <laughs> but I need to take a picture of you. I was like, okay. And then he's like, okay, I'm gonna turn around and you can put it back on. So I'm not trying to like expose my boobies or nothing. So I was, you know, trying to strap it on from the back and I was struggling. <laughs> and I said, can you help me? Cause I can't do it. Why he fucking lied? Said, oh, I don't know how to do this. Good thing I don't have uh, no titties because my titties will be slinging everywhere. No, man. So you ain't never took a bra off a woman it's easy or put to take it back it on or put it back on. You fucking lying to me. It's easy to take it off than to put it back on. Sometimes I still have trouble taking them off. Y'all know all It's the just a little hook. That's all you got to do. Hook it on there and that's well, what it. What if you can't find a hook? It's like three rows of hooks. <laughs> that's what he said. He's then like, do it on have the first, it on there, and second, be like third. This. <laughs> The hook be all you don't ever be like do you had a hook on it like this and then you're like ow oh, my boobs hurt that was funny i was like stop lying we really don't know we just we know how to take them off and then half the time we still be wrong taking them off at least i know i don't just speak for me <laughs> i'll be wrong but anyway oh, man. yeah man and then what else i got on the docket here mm. Yeller. What? Dog. You have never heard of that that movie? Old Yeller? Yeah. I don't remember that song. It was on the movie. Uh, I didn't. I didn't pay attention that much to that movie. Why? I just did. Do you think is sex a priority in a relationship? Mm, it shouldn't be based off of that. Shouldn't be based, but is it like you could be? It could be in the priority, but it don't have to be top priority. That's what I'm saying. It could be one of them, but not like at the top of your list. So if it's whack, would you stay? <laughs> it depends. Depends on. Am I really happy with them? So if they was, if you was really happy, but they weren't knocking your shit out, how would you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. man, we would work on it. Talk about it. Things we can improve. Get a sex swing. Get a pole. Get toys. Something to make it exciting. Yeah. Do, do you think that would make a dude feel away? Maybe. But what do you want toys? me to do? Do you want me to sit here and tell you exactly how I feel, or do you want me to step out this relationship because I'm gonna get dicked down better somewhere else. Oh man. So what if you was the whack one, then what? I want you to talk to me. Tell me what I could do better. Tell me how I could do it. What do you want? Start off by saying, I don't mean to say, you know, be okay. Don't like come out and like hurt my feelings. Like your shit is whack. <laughs> It'll be like that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucked up. I want you to tell me like I just I want us to work on it together. We can do this. We could try this or that. Interesting. Has anybody ever told you that? What? Your shit was whack. No, <laughs> no. Never. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> anyway, um, 
There's one that I don't I don't know if it's a prop. Well, I guess it is because I like to do it. Um, I would like to do it. With so people. if it was whack, you wouldn't stay even though that person make you happy. It all depends. Like I ain't never been in that situation. I have I haven't been with one person that that, that was just whack, and I probably won't ever do it with her again. And I haven't since. That was almost like six years ago. But people improve, you know. People. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight. No, I'm but I'm straight. saying, you know, people, you know, practice on their twerking, practice on their body movement. Maybe they need a little, a little shot of a uh, courage liquid. Uh, what is it? Courage liquid juice. Courage. Yeah. I'm straight. No, but uh, you never for me, know. What is she back there throwing that? No, I'm straight. Throwing it back. I'm straight. I'll pass. <laughs> I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. Nope. That's fucked up. I'm just saying. But. I don't know. For me, like I said, for me, relationships is more about the bond and the connection for me. Sex does help create that bond and connection for me, too. But I really just like being around. If I really like just being around, just spending time, like we could be in a room doing nothing. You can be watching TV. I could be over here typing some shit up on my phone, reading, surfing the net, whatever, playing around, editing a show, like, and I want you around. That's what I like. I don't want anybody that I have to. That I can't be myself around, or I just can't. We just can't be us. We don't Have know how to be. Have you felt that ever, where you feel like you can't be you, or you feel like mm. you got to be on eggshells or something? Uh, yes and no. Like what arguments? Yeah, because I know somebody you know who just doesn't understand words, and everything got to be an argument. And I'm like, everything don't got to be an argument. We can disagree and be okay. Like I'm not mad at you because you don't think how I think. So other than that, no. So do you feel like you can have conversations? Yeah, I feel like you have a conversation. No, I'm saying, like, debate on things. Talk about things. It all depends on what it is. And I like to debate. And it's not necessarily I'm debating because I'm right. Because you're going to start yelling and you're going to start uh, going off and blah, blah, blah. This. Who, me? Yeah, you. No. I know you. You don't know me. You're right, I don't. You know the old me. What? Don't steal my lines from me. <laughs> That's so not whatever. your line. Thank you. But I don't do that. Um, I have in the past though, but it was never because you was disagreeing with me. If you usually I get loud, I'm loud anyway. But if you if I feel like you're talking over me or you're trying to, I'm gonna get louder, and you're never gonna be able to talk louder than me because I have a a, a powerful voice. So you know, I prefer not to yell and not to have to do all that. I just want to be able to just have somebody I can have a good conversation with. We get along, we argue, but we get over it and we keep moving. I don't want to keep arguing over stupid shit. Infinite waters. Mm. What does he say? <laughs> I don't know why that just... He'll breathe that good-ass <laughs> prana, baby. Hmm. That... One more time. Hmm. You still be watching him? Yes. <laughs> Infinite waters <laughs> diving deep. It just, it just deep. popped up in my head. I think about him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. And the cat down the street. Yeah, man. He has some good stuff though. He He's do. He's the one I told you about the Billie Eilish and people that be selling their souls. Oh, this yeah. shit made me like. I thought he only way. talked about crystals. Huh? I thought he only talked about crystals. I ain't know who talked about all that. No, there's a lot of things he talked about. UFOs and aliens. Mm-hmm. And opening your third eye Getting and how to the attract astral the plane. Huh? Getting into the astral plane. The what? You do you know what lucid dreaming is, baby? 
Oh, I think yeah. it's time to just end the show right here. Breathing that good <laughs> ass prana, baby. Mmm, one more time. No, other way. What does he say? Slow motion that Slow way. Slow motion mm. this way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he was tripping. He's funny. I, like I did like him though. <laughs> I did like him. And every time I think of lapis lazuli, I think I think of him. I'm like, oh man. Lapis is a very powerful stone. Mmm. Did you feel that? Yeah, baby. That's how he sound. That sounds nasty. You got neighbors? Upstairs. People in the attic. People in the attic. People in the attic. That's scary. It Stop. is scary. Stop. No, now you're scared. Stop. What are you scared of? Because that door ain't locked. Why didn't you lock the door? Mm-mm. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I'd rather be with somebody that just makes me happy for the most part. I guess like we can work on the sex. I guess I don't know, but like I said, I've, I've only had like one bad sex people person. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just not bad? What if it's like? like no connection, like. Which know. is okay because some people don't really like to have connections, or they don't like they like to just. Get their nut and that's it. I ain't trying There's to do other- that. I'm trying to. I'm trying. <laughs> that's to- what I'm saying. Like, what if you don't feel a connection? Do you think? Uh, if I went there with you, I had to have felt something for it. Because if not, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. Like, if I don't feel like there's some type of attraction, there's some type of uh, some enticing forces going on i'm not doing it like i'm not doing it with just somebody just because they had a fat ass or some a nice body mm. like no i'm not i'm not doing it. i have to actually like you at least or feel something for you but i don't know i just don't i just don't just be in it just for me i'm trying to I'm trying to make an event out of this thing mm. but we gotta start early because if you catch me around 11 o'clock 12 o'clock i'm telling you is I'm, I'm gonna be in and out that thing. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Is yes. early. Wow. Eleven o'clock is early. I mean late. Eleven o'clock is late, especially if it's been at work. And I've been at work, man. We going to sleep. Yep. <laughs> it's about that what time. A grandpa, wow. I'm just saying, man. You get you. You know, you've been on. You've been at work all day. You've been tired, and then you you've been trying to get it all afternoon since five o'clock to ten o'clock. Now your your old dusty ass want to roll over, <laughs> and now you want to try to get me some. I'm going to sleep. You better leave me. <laughs> you better leave me alone because it's gonna be a wrap. Damn. Shoot. So you don't like to be surprised in the middle of the night? Now I do like to be surprised. I'm like, wake me up. But if you expecting me to stay up at eleven, twelve, you might. Okay, twelve, eleven. You might. You might be able to get a little. You might get a. You might get a, a repeat episode. So nobody's ever. Oh, okay. What? Nothing. Say it. No, I'm just wondering. How do you not like? Doing it at eleven, but you'll wake up in the middle of the night when you're deep in your sleep. Like I'm not deep. I'm never deep in my sleep, and my shit still work when I'm asleep. I just say that. So okay. Anyway. Anyways, and you wake I up. Go and you look know, for you my get on You got a who? Nothing. Does he need chapstick? Anyway, but yeah, but time time doesn't matter. So, but if you if you start at like six or seven, you can get a bunch more repeat episodes. But if you start at like twelve, your chances of getting some repeat episodes of one. You might you, you might be lucky to get that if I don't roll sleep and tuck them blankets over. How but, you feel about that? Them toys and stuff. 
uh, only been with one person that actually used the toilet while we was together, and she was an older lady. She was well, I ain't gonna say she was Dang. older. She was older than me. Let me just say that I thought she, you know, at twenty two, everybody was older lady than me. She, I think she was about twenty, twenty nine, thirty at the time. I don't know, but she had she like she said she was like, you don't mind if I use this, do you? And I was like, on who? And she was like, on me. What was it? A vibrator? Like a little, one of them little vibrators. A dick, a dick ring. No, nah, it was one of them little. Uh, it had like a little cord to it, like a cell phone charger. It was like a little silver ball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so what if somebody wanted to use something on you? That back door? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> I'm gonna use it on you. That's what we gonna do. <laughs> Shoot. But no, I've never. Uh, that's as far as I went. She said she just like this is used, and she just kind of put it, and I could feel it like vibrating on me, and I was just like. I was like, I ain't really know what to do. I was just like, I don't know. But she was enjoying it, so I was just like, I'm just let her do her thing. But I don't know. But she was the only one, and I just thought that was pretty interesting because I, I didn't know people did. I thought that was for when you was like alone and you couldn't it could be get none. either. Yeah, but I'm saying at 22, oh, 21, yeah. I didn't know. Shoot, I was just. I was just there. I remember she made me stuffed bell peppers, and that shit was good. And we <laughs> sat on the couch and we talked for a long time. And I think it, I think it got to be like one or two o'clock. We was up in like this high building downtown because she lives in like this condo mm-hmm. downtown. You know, you could see all the lights and stuff like that. She had a nice little little balcony or what? No, 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 I don't think she had a balcony. I think she did, but we didn't go out there. But like her room, like this whole thing was like the window, the show. and you could see all. You could see Piedmont. You could see all the little lights and hear the shh. Of the cars going by It was pretty cool I got a picture on my phone From that night too <laughs> I do I was You got a picture Of the bell pepper <laughs> No I ain't got No do I No I don't got a picture Of the I got a picture Of the uh, The view from her window You're crazy But uh, it was cool I did like going up But she always gave me food She always made sure I ate And I ain't know She was trying to say I was just skinny or what You skinny but, That's what it was Alright now I'm about to hit you In the head with this microphone <laughs> but Anyway But it was cool She was cool tonight. She was cool But um yeah, man. Um, I don't know. You ready to rap? You got a song of the week? No, you don't. Let's see what song I want to play for the week. Yes, I do. What song? Summer Walker. What what Summer Walker song? Um, damn. Did we did we get everything? Did we missing anything? Anything you want to say to anybody out there? If you love somebody, tell them why you can. Let's see what came out today that I want to listen to. Dang, it was a song that I wanted to play. Uh, you remember it? No. I don't remember at all. Oh, I like Summer Walker um, tonight. Tonight? Mm-hmm. Do you like Summer Walker? Uh, she, I only she likes some of her songs. Ain't had, ain't, I haven't heard a Summer Walker song that I like since. Uh, what's this song I got on my phone? It's the first song on my playlist. On one of my playlists. Since CPR. That's one of her old albums. Yeah, she ain't been the same since. Mm, yeah, she has. No. Riot's a good one. It was from that one, I think, or Session 32. I don't know if I like Riot. 
Oh. I'm not good with riots. <laughs> 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 but let me play it real quick. You said it's uh tonight. tonight Summer Walker. Where you going? Get a chapstick. Summer Walker tonight. I should have had this queued up. Guess I have to put my headphones on to listen to this one. All right, guys, this is Tonight by Summer Walker. Let's see how this is. This is off her latest album, Over It. Oh, this sounds like it might be the jam high coming on. Wait, it don't sound right. Too hot, you gotta do that. But don't get hot on this end. But anyway, let's see what song do I want to play. I don't even know. Uh, actually, I'm gonna just play some currency, man. My one of my favorite, favorite currency songs. You know, currency, you don't know, currency, yeah. Jet, oh, you don't, you know, currency. I know you know, currency. You know Freddie Gibbs? No. Should, or should I play an R&B song? So I stick with you and play an R&B song? Yeah. Um, let's see what I got on my list. Maybe I'll play the song I heard today that, that I have on my list from uh, Insecure. <coughs> Coronavirus. What? Why are you coughing me like that? Let's see. What song do I want to play? Mm. <laughs> oh, that's this song that was on there today. Here, put your put your headphones on. Remember, remember this part of the song. This is called "Nothing Without You." I don't know how to say her name, but it's Tanarelli. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. That's a pretty good song. How did I find this song? Could it be that I'm searching too hard? We gotta play a rap song after this. We gotta end on a high note. I wish you come and find me. <laughs> like and they're feeling. 
Yeah, if you got somebody out there you love, guys, make sure you tell them. Cause I'm down when you're far away. Let them know you feel down. When you're gone, I don't sleep for days. That don't go with nothing with this song, man. <laughs> Somebody eat some damn ice cream. You tripping. Can't you see what I'm trying to say? I'm nothing without you. If you're nothing without somebody out there, guys, let them know. I think it might be. Trying to get my radio voice on. But anyway, that's enough for that. And that's Nothing Without You by Tanarelli. I don't know how to say her name, but check it out. It's one of my songs I got on my Saturday, Saturday, Sunday morning playlist. Enjoy, guys. Be safe out there. And remember to be good people and do kind things. A lot of random acts of kindness can change the world. So always start with one. And treat people how you want to be treated And at the end of the day just be nice to people Because we're all we got in the end Peace be the journey We're out I think it is raining It does sound like it's raining It's pretty hard But we're out guys Be safe